started. Hey, there we go. I had to find that record button, but here we are. All set to go for our official Merry Christmas episode. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh COVID. Wow. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there, but first, let me get this thing going. <laughs> That sounds funny. That sounds funny. All righty, that's right. This is the podcast that sounds funny, and it is the week of December twenty first, two thousand twenty one. Uh, we are in season two, show number eight, uh, episode 60. Woo-hoo. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and joined with me. Hey. And Jill. Oh, Perry oh, oh. Claus and Jill the Elf. Huh? Yep, I'm a, I will be the Elf. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, we like to open up with uh, some what's been doing lately, uh, some news. It could be a uh, classic family story, reading, watching, doing something. Oh, let me go first. Does anyone have a question? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, don't worry. You're Stand you're, back. As long as your antivirus is working on your computer, you should not get COVID from me. So... But I was dying when they told me Sunday, me and my wife went to the hospital and we were both sick and we both tested positive. We both vaccinated. So it's not really that bad for me. My wife thinks she's dying. She's in the other. You're getting Omicron for Christmas. (laughs) Mommy and daddy. It's hard to breathe for me. And. That's about what I, you know, I can't taste or smell anything. I'm starting my taste back. You know, the doctor, they gave me some super steroids because I got underlying conditions, COPD and asthma and stuff. Uh-huh. And she gave me a super steroid. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would do it. The steroids does have that side effect. My, 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 my sensor, my... Freestyle Libre machine went wacky. It quit working. I think it blew up. I think the, I think my blood sugar, according to it, it hit like two thousand and something. Oh wow! What? You should be oh, like in sensor. a coma. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, what? This is a coma dream for you, Terry. Which is not real. You're not really talking to me. My machine said malfunctioning and said blood sugar two thousand eight hundred decimals. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's six or eight hundred when you really like, become unconscious. <laughs> wow. No, it can be higher than that. It, it can be, but it's not good for you. Yeah. Why, Terry? How do you know that? Have you pushed that number? <laughs> well, mine was up there. Eating all that Halloween candy, Christmas candy, fruitcakes. Back on the 23rd of December when I went, they told me I was a diabetic the first time. Wow. So, I just drank. I just came off a round. I just had bronchitis, and then I finished a round of antibiotics and steroids, and then I drank a half and uh, had a fifth of 
underproof peppermint schnapps, and I drank half of it. You had a fifth of a cough set. Sugars through the roof and ended up in the hospital. Wow. Got it. I said, no, I got it. I got a few recent things. Of course, being Christmas, there's plenty to talk about with kids in the house. Did you have something to do? No, go ahead. I'm enjoying listening to you guys. All right. Well, of course, this past week, you know, kids in school for fun stuff. They have various theme days. They, they wear, you know, all red one day. They go dress up like Rudolph or the Grinch. Well, our little seven-year-old decided that uh, he, he really enjoyed the day. He got dressed up like an elf. He had on the, the elf hat. He had the elf ears and elf clothes. Pretty much everything except for the jingle bells. <laughs> I got some. So, there's that, and of course, uh, yesterday, people would have saw on Facebook, I posted that I was at the hospital in Richfield, uh, being patient, the message that should have read uh, in more of its entirety that I was waiting for Robin to get her new wing attached, and uh, Merry Christmas to her early. But, uh, even as we speak My right message now, didn't say all that, it just said just at the hospital. Yeah, well, you know, I did the Facebook check-in, and I, I'm not the professional at checking in, as Terry is. <laughs> so I assumed that I wrote it, I dictated it, I spell-checked it, and I posted it. it whether it went or not, it's on Facebook. It's uh, out there somewhere. Yeah, she's had, had a, her left shoulder uh, had to be replaced. It was so bad, they had to do, do the entire uh, socket, not just part of it. Which I knew they would have to do that. She but got this, new arms. She also has a new thumb. Uh, the they had to, uh, just just a burr on her thumb. They had to go in and do something too. So she, uh, well, they had a FaceTime call with her with her kids this morning. She was using the camera to show off her new arm and her new thumb. And of course, the seven-year-old was like. Grandma, how can we have had to have that done for? It's like, <laughs> come on, you know why she's there. <laughs> you know, all of her junk going. She's have all of her joints replaced. Uh, but they're already missing Grandma. Why do you have to be there for Grandma? But today is their last day of school for the year. They only go a half a day. So if we do a podcast next week, there could be kid noise in the house. Could be a little bit crazy. Fair warning. <laughs> um, we'll my dogs bark. There's something else too. Oh yeah, you remember weeks ago we had me and my oldest son was in the house. He was doing a, a, a favor for kids. Going to walk down to the, the JRs <laughs> and next door to pick up a little treat for him. And the seven year old says he wanted to have a snack. And my son asked, "What do you want?" He says he wanted nuts. And he said, what kind do you want? And he, he said, he wants the regular nuts. And we didn't know what that was. We asked him, what do you mean? You know, peanuts, cashews, you know, roasted nuts, you know, whatever. And he, he could never tell us. Well, I found out yesterday what regular nuts are. Mystery solved. Yeah. They are what kind? After coming back from the hospital, after a successful surgery and not having anything to eat all day, uh, I, I had had uh, my other son drop me off, at, or not drop me off, we stopped off at McDonald's so I could gulp down some food. 
And he said, I'm going to take the kids over to JR's and just have them pick out some snacks to munch on. Okay, great. Sounds, that sounds fair. Whatever you do, have seven-year-old buy me some regular nuts. <laughs> I didn't really want them, but I, I got them on, on my desk. I'll show them to you. <laughs> they are, drum roll, regular salted peanuts. <laughs> In the shell or out of the shell? Out of the shell. No shell, salted peanuts, you know, planters peanuts. Dry regular nuts. Those are for that that is the official designation for regular nuts. Planters <laughs> salted peanuts out of the shell. So the world now knows the mystery. <laughs> I, I, I figured that's why he meant, but he just didn't know the words, you know. The anticipation yeah. is now over. Yes. <laughs> It's exciting. I can hear, but I don't feel good. <laughs> uh, well, unless Jill has to, some opening story to add to our wonderful mix. Here. I can't think of anything funny or anything strange that's happened this week. They did make Christmas cookies at my house on Sunday. I ate Christmas cookies. That's about the only thing exciting. I wish somebody around, around here would make me some. <laughs> I get <out> some. <laughs> Terry gets ate all his Corona cookies. Because <laughs> uh, I was thinking of that uh, not long, because, you know, this time of year, back when we were kids, it would always be, you know, mom making some fudge, making some car- caramels, caramels, making uh, homemade sugar cookies that we could ice up and decorate. And I mean, she would make divinity. I mean, you name it. The, Christmas cookies and candies and cakes and treats. They were just popping out of the oven. Like nonstop, it seemed like, all all December long. I just yeah. my, my wife isn't so uh, industrious when it comes to the baking department. What do you need that <laughs> stuff for? You lose weight. No, you can't have that. I just <laughs> found me a jar of regular nuts, too. Yeah. It's Christmas time. You're supposed to gain weight. We're supposed to look like Santa Claus and uh, Mrs. Yeah. Claus. <laughs> yeah. I, I seen on Facebook a guy I went to high school with. He, he had the locker right next to mine, in fact. Uh, he, he was kind of a, a hefty guy back then, but I, I guess even more so now. And he, uh, he does what guys do. He, he grows a full beard. And, of course, at our age, his beard is uh, white. And so somebody actually hired him to, to do a Zoom call and play Santa with some kids. <laughs> so by the pointy hat, you, you can be Santa. He said he had a good time being Santa for the kids. Well, that's cool. That's always oh, fun, yeah. I suppose, for your older men. I have the white beard, too, but mine ain't that big as it was last year. Yeah, I, I know this guy. He generally keeps a pretty bushy beard. He lives up in Springfield these days. He works at a some kind of a assisted living place. I don't know if it's a veteran place or something else, but something like that. Either that, he works he, he works in some way connected with the vets or, or National Guard or something. I, don't, I can't remember. I don't know what these nuts are for, but I'm going to eat some of them. Yeah. Eating on our podcast. We might as well. It's Christmas. It's our official Christmas episode. And speaking of that, yeah, but, let's get into our holidays. Yeah, holidays. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays. Ooh. All right. 
we like to go from Tuesday to Tuesday. Can't and, open uh, it. Today, being December 21st, Tuesday, uh, it is Look on the Bright Side Day. So even if you have COVID, <laughs> you can still do a <laughs> podcast because you're socially distanced. <laughs> it is uh, National Coquito Day, which I never did look it up. So Is that like, <laughs> what? National Coquito. Coquito. Is C-O-Q-U-I-T-O. Coquito. I thought you meant cookie toe like a camel toe, but for I thought he said cookie toe also. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. It's Spanish for cookie toe. (laughs) It's National Crossword Puzzle Day. Maybe that would be good for a crossword puzzle. Yeah. It is National Flashlight Day, so you can crawl up under your covers with your flashlight and do your crossword puzzles while you eat your cookie toes on the bright side. <laughs> it is National French Fried Shrimp Day. So enjoy that. National Short Girl Appreciation Day. And my little short girl's <laughs> in the hospital with, with a new wing attached. Uh, the winter solstice. The shortest day of the year. The official mm. first day of uh, winter and the day that all you druids, uh, Celtics, pagans, and the like can dance around a bonfire naked at midnight. So knock yourself out. <laughs> I, I, I'm torn if it's a sight that I want to see or don't want to see. <laughs> you don't want to see anybody fall into that fire. <laughs> it depends on what the naked people look like. I suppose if they're crazy enough to do that, they're probably also drunk or something. So who knows? Yeah, maybe. Uh, Gotta drink some of that stuff to stay warm. I kind of know somebody who might fall in that department. Uh, uh, I don't know if she's doing it this year or not, but she told me she's done it before. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. Uh, December 22nd, Wednesday. Yeah, you know, today is National Short Girl Day or appreciation. Tomorrow, Wednesday, is National Short Person Day. So it opens oh. up to everybody, whether you're a female, male, or confused. About you, yes. National Date Nut Bread. Hold on a second. Date Nut. Yeah, Date Nut Bread. Huh. Whatever that is. I don't know. Maybe like a uh, fruitcake or something. Dates Could and be. nuts. I, I think there's a fruitcake day. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, it's also a national cookie exchange day. Huh. You bake some cookies. I bake some cookies. We all swap the cookies. Yeah. Mathematics day. We could do some mathematics and see how many cookies we'll end up sharing. Let's the count day. these cookies. <laughs> Let's see if the three of us each share a cookie at the end of the day. <laughs> Doing the math, I'll have zero cookies because I'll eat them all. <laughs> oh, goodness. Sorry. It is Forefathers Day. We had Constitution Day, I think, last week. This is Forefathers. <clears throat> I assume that means, you know, like Forefathers <clears throat> of the Nation or something. Yeah. December 23, Thursday, is Festivus. I haven't got a clue what that is, unless it's, you know, Marshall Matt Dillon's sidekick on the TV program. And smoke. <laughs> Played Festus. by Kurt, Ken Curtis was Festus, yeah. Uh, it is, wow, another hard one. Keyson 
Duis. We had another Duis one last week. I forget what it was. It sounds oh, like a Hindu thing to me. It is National Christmas Movie Marathon Day. Oh. So on Thursday, whip out all those, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas and Rudolph, uh, It's a Wonderful Life, and all of them you can think of. Uh, Home all alone. your favorites. Yeah. <laughs> National Roots Day. I guess you color them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> color those roots. roots. Oh, I perfect. think they're talking about your historical. Probably like, family uh, tree. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, December 24th, I think it has to do with, you know, Christmas Eve or something. Yeah, Yeah, something like that. Besides Christmas Eve, it is National Consumer Rights Day. I guess if you buy the wrong toy or sweater or whatever, you can have your consumer rights. (laughs) I think it's it's National Children Beg Your Parents to Open One Gift Today. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Mom, please, let me open my friends. I just want to come on, please. Just one. We never got to open stuff up on New Year's Eve. Never. No, but we always begged. For a while. I mean, after a while, we did because eventually we would get to where we go to grandma's house or something. Okay, you can have one. Come on, just one. (laughs) So, yeah, we begged for it. Uh, It is National Eggnog Day, which I'm not a fan of. It's okay. but I, I could take it or leave it. If I don't have any, I won't miss it. Right. <laughs> December 25th, Saturday. I wonder what that could be. It is Christmas. Uh, hey. It is Jesus' birthday. It is National hey. Pumpkin Pie Day. Why don't they have pumpkin pie day in November, you would think? Right? You'd think it'd be like a uh, birthday cake day. I know. Um, Candy cane day. Maybe yeah. Um, December 26th, Sunday, National Candy Cane Day. Who said that? Hey, how'd you know, Terry? <laughs> you just a day off. I would say buy everything after on sale after Christmas. <laughs> but you know what? It's National Winer's Day. Oh. I didn't get what I wanted for Christmas. Wine. Or Wiener. Or Wiener. For those who are not so whiny, it is National wiener. Thank You Note Day. Wiener. So if you appreciate what you got for Christmas, write a thank you note. Yes. It's Kwanzaa on that Sunday. It is Day of Goodwill. It is Boxing Day. You know what Boxing Day is, right? Something to do with England and London. Yes, yeah, it's a British holiday. It's it's the day where the bosses do the work and the employee does the bossing. Oh, cool. <laughs> so that, that's it, kind of it in a nutshell. I'm sure there's more to it than that. Huh? December 27, Monday. What's that? <laughs> you going to say something? I researched it. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. It is just similar, very similar to Hanukkah, but it takes place after Christmas, the day after for seven days or something. Oh, well, it, whatever it is, it's, it's on Sunday. So yeah, yeah. December um, 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 27, Monday, make cut out snowflakes day. I did not know huh. there was a day for that. Nope, I did not so, either. 
set your kids down. Or sure ain't going to get down. any for Christmas. You got to make, <laughs> yeah, make fold up that paper, cut the designs. We always <laughs> made those at school, like the first part of, of December, so you could decorate the school classroom right. in your house and the Christmas tree. Ah, here it is. National Fruitcake Day. I knew it was there somewhere. Huh? Monday the 27th. Anyone who does not like fruitcake, uh, send me email. <laughs> I like where to send them to. I'll eat them. I'll eat them. Uh, well, okay. I'll take the fruitcakes off your hand. I haven't got any of this year so far. Yeah, me either. Well, you know, I don't like I get, fruitcake. <laughs> I guess I do have a house of five little fruitcakes running around. Got a whole bunch of boxes of chocolate covered cherries sitting right here in front of me. Uh, screaming for me to eat them. Uh, well, this will bring us full circle to next Tuesday, December 28th. Proclamation Day. I proclaim it's a day. <laughs> I don't know what that means. You proclaim things. It's Pledge <laughs> of Allegiance Day. Huh. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> okay, this week is National Short Girl Appreciation, Short Person Appreciation. On the Tuesday, 28th, next week, National Short Film Day. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that'll be the film with all the short people. Yeah. This week, you, you take films of all your favorite short people, and then next week, you show the film to everybody. I think they sing that song in it, too. Short, short people, people got, got no reason. No reason. <laughs> yeah, that, that got that guy in a lot of hot water. No reason. It is uh, National Download Day, mm. National Chocolate Candy Day, Moderation. National Call a Friend Day, Card Playing Day. Wow, a lot of stuff on that day. So download some stuff and Call a friend and play cards. Yeah. <laughs> All that other stuff there, too. Play with your new cards you got for Christmas. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Play all those games and stuff and all like that. Yeah. Well, uh, now it's time for news. Uh-oh. And I thought I would do something a little different. I know Terry probably has some news items. I thought for the Christmas <laughs> Items. Actually, there's one big item. I thought I'd break it up a little bit. Break it uh, I have, uh, I got looking up because, you know, they have you know, the 12 days of Christmas. It's a song. And they're actually, it's a holiday of the 12 days of Christmas. And so I looked up some history on that. And so I have some trivia related to that. I can uh, do that. And we'll lead off. And, or I can let you go first. Or Here's me. Hmm? Go ahead if you it's like go ahead if you want to go first, it don't matter. All right. Well, um, I found a, a granddaddy of articles of all manner of trivia involving this. Uh, there are people who say that the 12 days of Christmas items they're kind of a way for uh, Catholics to uh, put religion into the holiday, and each thing stands for something. And I do have the list, but I'm not going to read the whole thing. but it goes like, you know, my my true love that would be God gave to me and the part in the pear tree would be for Jesus and the, the two turtle doves is, is Old and New Testament. And it goes on down the list. Each thing is some kind of Bible religious related thing. But that really didn't come about until sometime later. Uh, 
the song as we know it was written in 1909, so it's not even hardly 100 years old, well, a little over 100. Uh, and it first appeared in print in 1780 as part of a children's book of poems and games. And when it was first put in print, it was a memory game. You know how you had that song, there was old lady, Chris Wall the Fly, don't know watch to follow the fly and it goes from a fly to a spider to a bird to a cat and you it's, it's a memory game you start with the spider and then you add you add the fly uh, previous two then you add the cat singing it, it was like that it, it, it was actually saying you know parts in the pear tree and we add two turtle does and you sing it through you add three french hands and sing it through and you would sing it faster and faster each time you added something new to it and the, the, the if you forgot what came next you had to give the person a kiss oh no or a favor dun, dun, dun. Kind of a favor well a, a, actually not a terry style favor it would be a candy or a treat or something <laughs> <laughs> Especially back in the 1700s, 1780. Yeah, it, it was it was meant for kids. It was a kid. Oh, oh she showed me her ankle. Oh, <laughs> I saw her bare toe. Now you have to get married. Uh, but but they re realized it's a much older uh, song than that. And you know, Christmas had its huge huge heyday in the Middle East, medieval times, and because it references to. Uh, French hands and other things, I figure the, the French actually started this song. And uh, as we go through this list, the author who wrote this article says that he noticed that they have to do with fertility. Um, so, with all that uh, preamble, oh, and one item about the, uh, the 12 days of Christmas is that officially it starts on Christmas Day. It goes for 12 days, which ends on January 5th. And uh, January 5th is called Twelfth Night. So the parties actually end that night. And then Epiphany is January 6th. If anyone knows anything about Epiphany. It's a religious holiday, which I can get into that later, maybe. All right. Um, there's some folklores, of course, around Christmas. Um, there's a thing uh, that if a maiden, a young maiden, walked backwards, uh, circling around a, uh, a pear tree, and she gazed up into the branches, she should see the image of her future husband. Um, uh. And uh, fertility and sexual things have often been related to fruit. Uh, this article points out that uh, an apple, of course, uh, Eve in the Garden of Eden, a pear is somehow meaning a male sexuality. Um, and so when it says uh, a male partridge is known to be a lusty suitor, uh, very fertile with a lot of offspring along the same line as we think of rabbits today. Uh, mm. Therefore, uh, a partridge in a pear tree is suggestive uh, about you know, what that partridge is doing up there in that pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, 
in, in England, uh, a red-legged partridge is commonly uh, known to sit in pear trees, uh, but it, it was introduced from France in the late 1700s, which is another hint that came from France, this, you know, the song. Uh, two uh, doves for centuries has uh, symbolized uh, love and fertility. Um, a, I, I can't pronounce the name, but a Phoenician goddess of love uh, is said to have went across uh, the banks of the Euphrates River uh, on an egg that was warmed by two doves. Uh, oh. Venus, the Roman god of love and beauty, uh, is uh, has doves often depended, depicted as drinking, which is uh, which is why they're often depicted as fountain arts, which I've never really noticed that. Um, and then uh, number three, uh, French hens is a, a link to why they think the song originated in France. Um, and the uh, the idea of a white hen has to do with fertility in some way. <laughs> um, and uh, let's see, number four, uh, four calling birds. Uh, the thing is, they're not calling, like C-A-L-L-I-N-G. Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's coal. <laughs> Coley bird, C O A L, coal. Huh. E. It's like what oh, they have down in coal, coal mines, maybe? They're bringing they're all the coal. Birds. They're, they're birds that are black as coal. So you're talking oh. about four crows <laughs> sitting oh, in the tree. Four old crows. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what the current calling bird is actually coal. <laughs> uh, huh. Now, the guy uh, of course. Thumb. And pull out a plum. Um, the thing is, we don't think much of crows today. Like we say, oh, you're going to eat the crow, meaning something bad. Yeah. Uh, but back then, the, the blackbird was something that people actually ate. It was something of a delicacy. Because um, you think of the children's song, 24 Blackbirds Baked in the Pie. Yeah. Uh, that was 420. Well, well yeah. 24 is the same as 4 and 20. <laughs> it's more poetic to say 4 and 20. <laughs> that, that's the old English way of saying it. Right. But anyway, and, and between crows and pies, pies are also a big favored delicacy. So you, so it's just to point out that we don't, might not think of much of blackbirds today, but at one time, uh, they, along with pies, were uh, a huge uh, delicacy. Hmm. So I'm going to stop with four. I'm going to go four at a time here. I'll do the next four if you guys want to do a story. Yeah, I you have a story. Yeah, okay. Jill did some story yet long ago about the record-breaking Santa Claus's <gasps> skiing down the hill. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a world record story. <laughs> Excuse me. It's that COVID kicking in. Short of breath, yeah. Um, in the universe, University of Central Missouri, for 150-year anniversary of this college, 
their their mascot was a donkey. Yeah. And so did he like waffles? <laughs> this lady who organized it, her name happens to be Jackie. <laughs> Jack. Uh-huh. I thought they were going to say ass, but it's Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie Jackson organized this to where they had 58 people riding mules in a parade. There's the most mules ridden in a parade. I think Mary was on one. Yeah, I wonder if there was any round young virgins riding on a donkey. Yeah. They did that in celebration of the 150th year of the college. That's about all there was. Donkeys on parade. Yeah. Had a giant Shrek walking behind him. (laughs) Donkey. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) They had to have 58 people with sticks with carrots so the donkeys would keep. Yep, my first story is about a family. Uh, They have a target, a deer target that they've made to look like Rudolph. (laughs) They put a red nose on him and some fake antlers. Um, I'm assuming it must be some kind of a cutout. Like I said, it's a target. And the other reindeer in the area, or regular deer, they don't like it. Every year in the last five years, they come along and attack it, knock it over. You can't play the reindeer games. Yeah, (laughs) reindeer games. It's the the season where they rut, I guess they call it. And they want to fight with this reindeer. So they they, they see this fake Rudolph as a threat to getting all their lady reindeer. The woman's name is Arlene Schnellick, and she's... Fort Nelson is where she lives, but it doesn't say the state. So if you live in that area and you see this poor little Rudolph, he may be covered with band-aids. They're not letting him play any reindeer games. Yeah, they like to play tackle a guy that's different or something because he gets the short end of the stick every year. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer game. Well, some more uh, 12 Bits of Christmas trivia. Okay. Um, number five, if you're a jewelry fan, you'll be upset to know that the five gold rings has nothing to do with gold. Uh, it is in reference to birds. Um, the, uh, the rings represent the gold rings around a pheasant's neck. Why the pheasant? Um, it all begins with the legend of Jason and the Argonaut. When they sailed in search of the Golden Fleece, uh, they landed in Phallus, acquiring not only the sources, but also a lot of these golden birds. Uh, the Greek word facius ornus means facia, a bird of fastest all of them. But it's important. But it is believed that this species of ring-necked birds uh, is behind <laughs> these five gold rings. And eating pheasant was a big uh, delicacy, again, of uh, Christmas. Uh, number six, going back to Neolithic times, in other words, the Stone Age, uh, the goose uh, is one of the first domesticated animals um, it, because of its migration habits, it was connected with the solar year and also fertility. 
Um, ancient Egyptians believed that a, a person's soul rose up with the, in the body of a goose with a human head. Oh, wow. Okay. Honk, <laughs> um, honk. But anyway, uh, geese had always been uh, held in a certain esteem. And they were, of course, the main uh, uh, food that people would eat at Christmas for years and years. Um, let's see. And, of course, being a waterfowl, they were believed to have special properties because they're they, you know, they're both a land animal and a sea animal. Uh, some superstitious things there. Um, <laughs> number seven, the swans are swimming. Um, similar to the geese being water birds, they held the same superstitious beliefs. Uh, old uh, British beliefs was that their dead loved ones turned into swans. Oh. Uh, the transformation is believed to take place at Halloween, basically. Huh. It's at Samhain, which is the old name of Halloween. Um, and then uh, I, I, I think the, this author, this article, gets some things out of order because uh, he, he he starts talking about the uh, the maids of milking um, talking about people didn't really eat milk or drink milk back then because it would spoil too fast. It's all about the cheese and the butter and whatnot. And I would beg to differ with that because uh, honestly, people did drink milk. But if you, you know, before pasteurization, if you're going to drink milk, you really, really have to drink it the same day that it's milk. Otherwise, it does and can go bad very quickly. Uh, but once you process it into butter and cheese and uh, you know, sour cream and other products, it, it does tend to keep a little bit longer. And so this is why you know, it was something of a delicacy. De delicacy. Um, so this is how the, the maids of milking got into the scene. But the thing about the phrase maids of milking, it has to do with either a marriage proposal or a proposition. I suppose it de depends on how the maid of milking takes it when he asks yeah. for your maid. <laughs> hey, maiden, would you like to come milk my cow? <laughs> I, I got milk some. My boy. Uh, I got some maid to milk here. But it was it was a euphemism, and it it, it was either uh, a marriage proposal or a proposition. You have good hands, ma'am. <laughs> it's funny. Squeeze and pull. Yeah, milk that cow. <laughs> okay. Okay, on to your story, Terry. <laughs> oh, my story? Yeah. Okay, I got one. Uh, well, you know, we like all these deer stories, and they must be listening to our podcast, too. <laughs> <laughs> I have a deer here in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, last week, I just did a story about the world's largest pot brownie in Massachusetts. Well, the deer... Broke into a CBD store. <laughs> he was really flying that day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the deer crashed through the front window and went around looking for something to eat. And 
We got mellow. Look at me, they can fly. The the owner of the shop got a call from the police. He thought it was a joke. This police said, we'll be down here waiting at your store. Doesn't appear as though anything was taken, but they don't know. know, Mysterious hoof prints on everything. A few little reindeer (laughs) turds and stuff, I guess. I don't know. Oh, no, those are CBDs. Oh. Yeah, you know that that novelist uh, Rudolph or a, a different uh, old Lincoln back and Santa Claus gives his reindeer, reindeer's magic corn to eat. Now we know where Santa got it. It's a magic pot brownies for the reindeer. Charlie Band Daniels. CBD. 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 Anyway, so he went down there and he took inventory and he saw that nothing was eaten. He just had a smack window. Hmm. That's all they was saying. Deer got away with nothing. <laughs> Back on the loose. He didn't have pockets to put stuff in. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> there wasn't no there wasn't any uh straps on those um, smoking devices or something. Yeah, they saddlebags. <laughs> Couldn't get that tangled up in his antlers. Yeah. Yeah, well, yes, I do. I got another one about a Welsh woman that lives in Swansea. I'm going to assume Illinois because I know there's a Swansea, Illinois yeah, downtown. Yeah, that's not far from here. Mm-hmm. And uh, she has a collection of Christmas baubles. She oh, has 1,000... 760. That's, uh, a China, she's a China. I thought it said in China. She's a Chinese woman. It know. said she's Welsh, but it said she lived in Swansea. Oh, okay. uh, she hangs these baubles, which I thought would be bobble heads, but oh, people was like, oh. well, you do hang baubles from your ears or earrings. So they might just be the Christmas or decorations. Christmas yeah. She hangs them from her ceiling, and I thought, wow, that's got to be painful, holding your hands up, hooking each little bobble to the ceiling. <laughs> Unless she has them stringed somehow, or you can just put a bunch of them up at once. Yeah, there she we go. came to her son's house one year, and it said her son lived in Brighton, which is the next town up from my house here. Well, see, she, she puts a fishnet, fishnet up and tacks it up on, on the ceiling, and she just hangs them on her fishnet. There you go. That's an idea. <laughs> oh. but, uh, she had gone visiting and someone else had this happening in their house where the baubles were on their ceiling and she thought it was very uh, exciting so and neat. So she wanted to do it too. Yeah. And so she went home and started collecting and she says next year she's hoping her uh, bobbles will increase. She'll buy more, you know. You know, they're not rabbits or uh, partridges. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry. I, I saw a story. I saw a story that was a, a Chinese woman who was collected snow globes. I, I'd, oh, well, that would be different. I don't know this. I thought you said snow globes. You said it bob- oh, bobbles. But, yeah, she said there's uh, some outside of her house too that decorate the outside of her house. So. Well, to wrap up our final four on the 12 Days of Christmas. Now, the author actually, in his article, he said he's given these an order of the song, but he actually doesn't um, because uh, 
number uh, nine and ten, he, he lists the drummers and pipers, and he wraps up with the dancers and the words of uh, So uh, he does talk um, about uh, music and Christmas. Uh, in uh, the 18th century, you know, cities back then, they would have a watchman, a town crier, they walk around 10 o'clock and all is well or whatever. Uh-huh. Well, they would do this in a very uh, sing-songy style. And it, around, around Christmas time especially, they would, you know, pretty much all night be serenading the town as they're walking around. You know, the watchman is calling out, you know, whatever they would sing about. Uh, and whenever they would do that, uh, the sleepers uh, would, would hear them and they would like it and they would r- reward them with various things. Uh, so uh, at the time, though, Europe really wasn't into drums. They, they you know, had all kinds of instruments, but not really drums, per se. Uh, they didn't really make an appearance until just after their crusades when their returning soldiers brought them back as spoils of war, uh, mostly from Egyptian uh, and Syrian uh, people. Uh, But because of that, the drum was associated with warfare. Uh, um, But it also became associated with a trumpet, another war kind of a weapon. Um, and it goes on that uh, um, when it comes to pipes, he's talking about bagpipes, uh, not you know like the flute or something. Uh. So the the bagpipe, of course, another military uh, related instrument. Uh, and so when it talks about the this guy listed as nine and ten, but it's actually eleven and twelve on the song. So the, the, the drums and the pipes are actually, you know, instruments of war to, you know, stir up with the military people and to get them motivated to go fight and do what they got to do. Uh, then he goes on to get to, uh, when it comes to uh, music, uh, originally a carol was a dance. If you were doing, if you were out there caroling, you were actually dancing. Huh. Um, and uh, most dances were done in circles, and somehow they associated that if you danced around uh, fire to, to the right, yeah, you, you danced naked around your fire <laughs> to to the right, to the right, to the right. However, that song goes. But that which would be clockwise. That would be good. That, that's a good thing. If you danced around your bonfire naked to the left, that would be a bad thing. Uh, and so, but slowly dancing got accepted, but only if you danced the right way. You had to dance around clockwise in your circle. <laughs> they had a lot of really weird quirks back then. <laughs> Um, but they figured that if you did it left or right, you know, you, know, you dance the left, you're worshiping the sun. So that's the way the sun tracks, I guess. Until they got to calling dancing a round, you're dancing around, and if you were caroling, it became associated with singing. So there's kind of a tidbit of trivia there. 
Then, uh, oh, there's a kid you know, on the background. Then it gets, uh, the, the Lords are leaping. Uh, it was a dance of fertility and war. It was only for men to dance. Uh, and what they would do, uh, I guess, again, dancing in a circle, they would leap as high as they could. And the higher that they could leap, that's how tall the crops would go grow. So that's how well they would do with uh, <laughs> defeating their enemies. So the, the ladies would dance in a circle, and, but the, the, the lords leaping. Uh, they tried to was, leap over the women. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe dancing Land on top of them. Ah! Hey, Jack B. Nimble jumped over the fire stick. Like stick. <laughs> so anyway, there, there's some symbolism of where these things originally came from or evolved into being. Uh, and it pretty much covers all 12 items there. I need a head start. I'd have to you know, and the, the Lords of Leaping, they would also do a dance with swords. Ooh. Uh, um, Don't leap over that sword. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and there, is, there, there is a song about the dancing with the swords or something. I'll I, I have to find it and see. But that, that fell out, out of favor. Uh, and those committees. I was talking with Jill earlier that the 12 days of Christmas, it really was a holiday and it would really go for 12 days straight because, hey, back in the middle evil times, what else did you have to do? There was no crops to plant or tend to. You just. That, that was called circumcision. <laughs> well, <laughs> that falling, the dancing with the sword, they quit that whenever running oh, with scissors yeah. became. <laughs> well, but the, the actual celebrating 12 days ended with the industrial age because now you had something to do. Your boss says, come to my factory and go to work. Uh, yeah. But before then, they really did take 12 <laughs> days uh, and it would be a big drunken feasting Holy celebration. And, and, and just real quick, Epiphany, because I've heard it. I, I've never been in churches that really celebrate it. But it, it, to the Orthodox, in other words, the, the Greek church and the churches that are into Africa, they think that it is the day that Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist or that he did his first miracle with turning the water into wine. Uh, theologically and historically, I have a big problem with that because if you read the Bible, uh, that means it would have been a whole year between the baptism and the, the wedding turned oh. into wine, but it, it, and actually it would have only been about uh, forty to sixty days after. Huh. So you can't have turning the water into wine forty days after the baptism and say they fall on the same day. It just doesn't work mathematically. Right. Um, but that's that's what they believe. Uh, the Catholic Church and the, the Western people churches. It's something else. I can't remember off the top of my head, uh, but but if you're in a like like a, a uh, if you're not in Catholic, Lutheran, uh, some Methodist religions, you really don't do much with Epiphany if you even know what it is at all. <laughs> and of course, I, I had to look it up. So. Yeah. Well, do you have another story, Terry? Yes, I do, and it's Christmas related too. Ooh. Go, boy. <laughs> so, uh, 
Let's see. I think Keith, you said you got about like six grandkids running around your house. We will as of a week. Well, that's from tomorrow. Maybe today. if you want to. Yeah. My next story is uh, <clears throat> by our buddy David Rush in Idaho. Yes. He has teamed up with his neighbor, uh, Linda, no, Lisa Marie Han, Han, Hanner. And they have taken her son, Joey, and they have uh, broken the world's record. You can uh, gift wrap your child <laughs> from head to toe. And so, so is that like regifting? They were able to, to gift wrap the child from head to toe with his arms and legs separated and a minute and 43 seconds. <laughs> and at first I thought, well, that'd be easy. Just put him in a box and wham, bam, boom, you know, but uh, you got to be. I'm wait like, a minute. With his hands, arms and legs separated, they cut his arms and legs off. No, no, no. It means you can't just put your arms and legs together and roll you up like a big. Like a big, oh. like a big ball. You, your you arms got to be out to your sides and your legs spread apart. Like and, a starfish. You have to have each of your like, arms. Like, I don't know how, if you'd have them lay down, stand up. Here, stand on this paper. I don't know. Well, you put, you put the wrapping paper on one of those shrink wrap rolls. <laughs> wrap around the leg, wrap around the leg, wrap around the torso. Well, that's, you know, David Rush did that, you know, and with saran wrap or plastic wrap. Now, this is gift. The regular Christmas wrapping paper inside. Oh. Easy to rip through. So, you know, you can then just put a stamp on them and stick them in the mailbox. So, put so a bow on can, the you head. Can, you can do a child gift exchange. Hey, Julie, you got a, I'll swap you a grandkid. <laughs> you swap me one of yours. Give me one that behaves good, okay? I'm sorry, this one. <laughs> Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois, 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T-E-R-R-Y-S-M-I-N-I-M-A-L-L.com. Or call my store at 618 618- Four seven one nine zero eight eight. Thank you. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, dressed in holiday style. <laughs> well, I don't have any more stories, so it's up to you guys if you want to move on. Or... Well, what's next would be our weird words of the week or Christmas, Christmas songs or Christmas something. Christmas songs. <laughs> Yes, I have some of those. 
So let's see how listen. many we get right this time. Oh, Ron. <laughs> it says, listen, the celestial messenger produce harmonious sounds. The celestial visitor is harmonious sounds. That would be Hark the Herald Angel Sings. Right. Something like that. Yep. Hark. The next one. Nocturnal time span of unbroken silence. Oh, I know what that is. Oh. Oh. Silent night. Quiet nice is what it is. Yeah, oh. silent night. You know that one too. You're getting good at these. Yeah, you must have been studying. (laughs) (laughs) Embellish the interior passageways. Decorate, embellish. Oh, uh, deck the halls. Yeah. (laughs) I got one. (laughs) I'm I'm a little slow. With with bowels and holly. My brain's on Corona. I'm slow. Our Earth. next yeah. one says 12 o'clock on a climate night, they witnessed the arrival. We did this one. 12 that? o'clock will be midnight. On a, what it came night? On a midnight clear. Hey, take another one. Midnight I thought we did do that one with a different clue. Maybe we did. Hmm. I thought it was about the same thing. Somebody. Foggy night. Anyway, it don't matter. Go ahead. Okay, a small municipality in Judea, southeast of Jerusalem. <laughs> well, that's where it's at, about 10 miles southeast of there. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. Yay! see the light. I said it Frozen precipitation commence. Let it snow. Yeah, let it snow. Yeah, let it snow. The, the actual snow. title is Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Well, you let can say go. that three times if you want. That, um, that was Larry Stevens singing Let It Snow. The title is really Let It Snow, Let It Snow. You're supposed to say it twice. But we have a very long show, and if we take up too much time, the tobacco auctioneer at the end of the program will have to hurry, and you won't be able to understand a thing he says. <laughs> so in view of the fact that we're trying to save time, I had to change the title of Larry's song from Let It Snow, Let It Snow, to just Let It Snow. <laughs> Let it go, let it go, let it go. 288 Yuletide Hours. 288 Yuletide Hours. 144 is a gross, too gross. <laughs> Christmas hours. Twelve days of Christmas. Yeah, I was not keen to get this because that was his. Uh, <laughs> what he just did twelve days of Christmas. Yep. What was the thing again? Twelve gross. Two hundred and eighty-eight Yuletide, Yuletide hours. hours. Yeah. So I don't know how I got that, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> 12 days of Christmas. There must be 288 hours and 12 days. In 12 days. 
We'll have to have a particular device to do some math for us here. Yeah. Okay. yeah. do it. 12 days times 24 hours in a day equals 288. Monarchial triad. Three. Monarchial three kings. We three yeah. kings. Three we three kings. Mm -hmm. We triads and troopers. Triads. Boulder of the tinkling metal spheres. <laughs> the, the boulder is going pee on what? <laughs> boulder of the tinkling metal spheres. Oh, tinkling metal spheres. Balls. Uh, jingle bells. Is that it? Let's see. Boulder. Rocky jingle bells. Jingle bell rock. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I didn't know if these were any kind of like more just any songs or church, you know, religious related. Well, they're just Christmas songs. Oh, yeah, Frosted the Snowman I know, last but week, so. really I'm saying, but there's one more. Our fervent hope is that you thoroughly enjoy your Yuletide. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, you guys got those. Well, bring us a figgy pudding. Bring it right here. I was going to say, because we, we, something Yuletide is like, blah, blah, blah. Oh, keep going. <laughs> a Merry Christmas. Yep, that was 10 of them. You guys got those pretty quick. But I kind of guessed at that one. Time, too. So we well, got to move on to Terry's. Yes, Top 10. Oh, you I've got, got a Christmas a thing ten. for us, right? Yeah. I have a list of 10 uh, dangerous toys you should not buy for your children this year. Unless they've been bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is the, the list of toys for the bad kids. <laughs> Most of them are due to um, choking hazards or... Oh. Things of that here has a broken toy. <coughs> uh, number Go one. Yeah. Uh, Calico Critters Nursery Friends. Whatever what? that is. <laughs> Calico uh -huh. Critters. Huh? You're gonna nursery get some friends. little cats or something huh? It's some kind huh. of little critters for your for your kids with little tiny particles parts they can swallow uh, magnificent uh. and number two mandalorian uh dart saber a dart saber yeah it's like lawn darts huh. only mandalorian style i was thinking like a lightsaber <laughs> i don't know no but those are on the list later <laughs> Was that guy real or am I dreaming? <laughs> I didn't know they still made them, but they're on this list too. Uh, and then there's a number three is a missile launcher. <laughs> All right. Get somebody a law missile launcher for Christmas. Yeah. It launches <laughs> missiles like wireless, 75 feet. Uh, wireless anti tank missile. Wow. Look, dearie. Yeah. Look, mother, right in the eye. Okay. <laughs> now tell me, is all this on the level? Seventy-five feet up into the air. Huh. Hey, kid, go over there. Run across that field. Gotcha. I'm thinking it's like one of those rockets we used to build. 
Oh yeah, one of those. These are Boy Scouts, something like that. It's but the way oh, that we, we used to th- throw bottle rockets at each other. That'd be even better. <laughs> Let's shoot them out of a cannon. <laughs> Marvel's Adventure Power Claw. A Marvel Adventure Power Claw. Power uh, Claw. Power. You could hurt somebody with it. Crush a beer can. Poke, oh. poke their eye out or something. Poke the windows. Let me look into it. In the eye with your thumb. <laughs> with a power claw. Wow. And then number five, a Gloria Owl. That's a stuffed animal, and the fibers in its fur fall can fall out and or asbestos fiberglass. <laughs> yes, sir. You better watch out for me. I'm dynamite. And choke on it. And easily swallowed and choked on. Or put somebody's eye out. Let's see. There's some another. Um, a Boom City race car. Yeah. They they play loud music and can damage your hearing. Some kind of car, but it's a boom box. Like a boom box car. I don't know. Never, never heard of it. <laughs> Oh, it's got a rip cord. You put the car down and it goes and it hits something that smashes. Kind of like those STP things we had when we were kids, I guess. I don't know. You put the little rip cord down, you you give it a jerk and put it down and it rolls. Something smashes up. Lots of little pieces for choking hazards. And Long darts. There they are. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> a boomerang UFO. <laughs> you so, throw that UFO uh, it will come back and hit you. <laughs> it won't go away. It keeps coming back. I've been abducted again and again. Say I'm always open for suggestions, even if I don't need them. Man. <laughs> it's not a, a UFO anymore. It's a boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> and a WWE Jumbo Superstar Fist that can cause blunt force trauma. A, a fist? I hope it's foam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Uh, I don't know. They don't make it sound like it is. But oh, Maybe it's out of plastic or granite or something. <laughs> I'm going to bop you on it by Jumbo Fist. Tip. Scientific sci sci fi slime huh. chemical burns. <laughs> oh, wow. Some of the slime. Yeah. It's not just the usual <laughs> slime, it's got like, you know, acid in it. Super <laughs> smart ingredients in it or something. It's got some acid in that thing. See, I'm so ashamed of myself. And so. That's a top 10 list of bad toys. I, I read something that recently about back in the 1950s, they would, had the science kit that had actual uranium in it. We could do yeah. like hide, play hide and seek with uranium and you have a Geiger counter, you find people. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Make you a little <laughs> miniature atomic bomb or something. Well, here are my children glowing in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> you have such a glow about you today, son. 
I'm just happy, Bob. I was just playing with my science kit. Uh, what'd my hair fall out for? <laughs> well, I just have a uh, for our anchor topic. It's not, not really our, our typical anchor, anchor topic, which would be a uh, a feature of uh, blindness rehab. Uh, our book is we can squeeze it in, but before we do, I found this list of Babylon B uh, Christmas carols they're, they're covid christmas carols terry uh-huh. number number one on this list is i'll be vaxxed for christmas <laughs> two is it came up on a mandate clear <laughs> three baby there's covid outside <laughs> covid inside too Four silent media over releasing of whatever stuff. Uh, (laughs) Number five, do you fear what I fear? (laughs) Six, what variant is this? Yeah, that's that's what I don't know. That's you got Delta, you got Omicron. I got vaccinated, so that's why it's not so bad, you know. Seven, have yourself a lonely little Christmas. Yes, I am. We're going to be quarantined. We can still do ours, but we had to put our turkey back in the fridge. We ain't going to put that bird. Number eight, God rest ye boosted gentlemen. (laughs) Uh, Nine, MRA in a manger. MRA. (laughs) Number 10, Fossey baby. <laughs> Dr. Fossey. <laughs> I'll skip over 12. doesn't make any sense. Um, it might to us. <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll read number 12. Uh, Carol of the Palsy Bells. It doesn't make any sense. I don't know what that means. Uh, 13 is beginning to look a lot like Wuhan. Fourteen, Santa Claus is staying at home. He knows when you've been vaxxed. He knows when you... <laughs> He's not coming anyway. Um, here we go. All I want for Christmas is ivermectin. Yeah, that's number 15. <laughs> Sixteen, jab to the world. Jab to the world. <laughs> That's what they call it in England. You get a second shot of objection. You get 17 is Fossey, the Vax Man. <laughs> Let's see. Instead of Ave Maria, uh, number 18 is Ave Moderna. Moderna. <laughs> uh, let's see. 19. Uh, have an Omicron White Christmas. Ready. Uh, Twenty. Good King Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Let's squeeze it in. Uh, Twenty-one. Grandma got qu- COVID by a Cuomo. <laughs> by a reindeer. <laughs> We're podcasting. What uh, you doing? Twenty-two. Variant, both meek and mild. Uh, <laughs> 
okay. My wife sounds so bad. The doctors asked her how long she's been smoking. <laughs> she goes, I've never smoked in my life. And I was, Let's see, 23, Christmas baby, please stay home. And uh, let's see, 24. Uh, Mary, did you know about the vaccine mandate? Uh, 25, uh, mask Christmas. Uh, let's see, 26, sanitize the halls. Uh, 27, uh, oh, come, oh, come, Dr. Fossey. Emmanuel. 28, jingle bells, Biden smells, Fossey laid an egg. So that, that's, that's the Babylon B uh, list of COVID-related Christmas carols. But they didn't see the one I was told to up front. All I'm getting for Christmas is my own oh, crumbs. <laughs> Can't eat them? I can uh, Wow. Uh, Hello, she was smoking. <laughs> she sounds terrible. Her throat hurts. You need to stop, a, stop with those cigars. There's a, before we do this uh, doctor visit on the phone, there's a list of things to check off your symptoms. She's got every single one of them checked off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we were, the only other thing that I, I could think of for our uh, anchor topic is I just recently got me an early Christmas present from the VA. I got an Apple Watch. Hey, for you, you're finally moving into the real world. Uh, it only took me over a year, a year and a half almost to get it. Well, you're just like our brother Steve. He's had one for a year, never took it out of the box this yet. It's still in the box because it's so hard to set up. I'm like, no, it's really it's, not. Well, <laughs> it's not hard to set up now of course never i got mine my son unpacked it and he, he just real quickly ran to the the setup procedure and i wasn't <laughs> sure that that's what was what he was doing until about halfway through it but later i went online and looked and it, it's as simple as when you turn it on you just triple click the what's called the crown button the upper uh -huh. right hand button and it turns the voiceover on and you just listen to the screen and follow the prompts and ta-da, you're being connected. And there's steps. you got to hold it next to your phone and you have oh, yeah, some procedures to do. That part sucks. Yeah, you can't do that blind. That's a pre-sided assistance for really. But it's, it's not difficult and with the voiceover. But then later, I thought, you know, how do I even turn it on and off? And of course, you do that, there's besides the crown button on the right upper right on the lower right there's it's called the uh what's it called dock dock but docking this the side the side button is what it's called but yeah it, it, when you press it, it it goes to your dock if you press and hold it it's supposed to power down and power up but i think you can set it so if you press and hold it it will do your emergency call, which I, I disabled that, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, don't want to make it's those. also like your uh, app switcher on your phone. If you hold it, you can go through and close the apps that you have open. So. Right, that's a docking. That's yeah. called a docking on the app on the watch. Why they didn't call app switcher, I don't know. But uh, same thing, just a different. The, word. the gestures are pretty simple. It's just you know, as you would imagine, swipe left and right goes to the 
previous and next item. Uh, if you swipe up and down, it does a little bit different depending on what screen you may be on. It's, it's recommended that one another important thing is during the setup, it's very important. If you're blind, it works better if you put your phone into the list view instead of the grid view. Right. That's another helpful hint, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and then the other thing is, like, there, there's certain gestures on your iPhone. Like, if you do a two-finger swipe down, it reads from the current position to the end. Or you do two-finger swipe up, and it goes to the top <laughs> and reads to the end. Well, on the watch... you can get them on there. <laughs> huh? If you can get them on there, it works on there, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a trouble with two-finger. Uh, right. Three-finger, a little more difficult. Uh, but on the phone, the two-fingered swipe gesture goes, it changes screens. You can actually change screens left and right by two fingers left and right swipe or two-finger yeah. up and down will get you uh, different screens as well. Uh, then to... If you, I'm trying to think. I don't think there's a three or four finger gesture on the on the phone. Um, but then you can do like a press and hold, and it'll get you uh, some menu options. And you swipe up and down, like so you can customize your watch face and do other things. So the the gestures are a little different, um, but the basic stuff is not too difficult to get around. Uh, finding the watch faces for me was a little bit challenging, but I managed to find them. And, and you can use uh, use your watch app on your phone. And you can set up just about anything there that you can on your phone. Right. Well, the thing is, is you want to, if you prefer one of the watch faces, you go on your phone and then you can adjust with your picker items, your complications you want. Then you can do, then you can just change it on your watch. But right complications you got to use your phone app to do that right but once you get your complications set then you can just select it off your watch and bam bam you know you can read them off of your app as well you can always get re-download them in the in the app store on your watch right you know, and, so, so. and you, you can have as, as many faces as you want and it, it's easy to switch i think it's just a matter of uh a two finger swipe left and right, or you may have to do a finger single finger touch and hold, and then two fingers swipe swipe left and right. It's something like that. Um, but I, I've been writing up some notes just for a cheat sheet for me, and it, there's not a lot to it. it. It does a lot of cool things. The main reason I wanted to get one is for the health features, like telling me to stand up every hour. You know, you're washing your hands for the right amount of time. Oh, yeah. It will Mine track your, your pulse rate, your your breathing rate. If you wear it at nighttime, it, it'll track your sleeping habits. And the the watch I have is a, is a, a Model 7, and it charges super, super fast. Uh, so if you, if you need to wear it at night, and it, like this morning I got up and I was like, 12% battery, but I put it on the charger about ten to fifteen minutes after six when I hopped out of bed and went and did all the breakfast routine, you know, getting dressed and all the morning ritual. And by the time about seven fifteen rolled around, I checked it, hundred percent. This how fast it charged. 
So even if you do work during the day and work at night, you can charge it really fast with a convenient right. hour. And you can wear it in the shower if you want to, or a swimming pool. Um, I haven't done that. Uh, I just you know washed my hands with it on just because I knew it had that feature. Because it, it, it'll listen for the sound of running water, and it, when it feels you know, your hand motion doing the washing motions, it, it'll start counting. And after I think twenty seconds, it'll say, "Job well done" or whatever it says. Yeah, maybe that was funny. Mine will go, you know, to count down ten, nine, eight, seven, 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 six, five, four, four, three, <laughs> three, 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 two. And it, I'm like, hello, keep counting. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you got the one, you got the Mel Tellus watch. <laughs> Instead of a Mickey Mouse watch face, it's Mel Tellus watch face. <laughs> I always cheat. I always, yeah. I always get the soap and I lather the, 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 my the hands up pig first. Face. <laughs> you lather your hands up first before you turn the water on, and then it doesn't take as long. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I generally do is get my hands mm-hmm. to squirt first. <laughs> It's funny though, because I've noticed it doing that a lot lately. It's like just say one and then done, not one, 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 one. Because <laughs> if you stop, it just it pauses the count too. If you stop rubbing your hands, oh. you know, it's, as long as you're rubbing your hand, you can turn the water off. Still rub your hands together. So it's still, and you're sitting there drying your hands off. It's still counting down. It's like I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Helsley. That is Front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. Um, I'm looking to see if I have any email. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Oh, I do have an email. Um, it says, Hi there, host of my favorite podcast. Uh, I have a story for you that happened to me while going to work one day. I live in New York City, and I take a train through New uh, through Manhattan, and as usual, it was packed. Uh, suddenly... There was the jingling sound of a coin as it bounced to the floor. It caught the attention of several riders who turned their heads in the direction of the sound. Uh, One elderly gentleman had bent down and picked something up. He then stood up and asked, Did anybody lose a half dollar? I did, answered three men all at once. (laughs) Well said the elderly man with a smile as he put the coin in his pocket. I found 10 cents of it. (laughs) (laughs) Sent in by Bud Collier, New York City. (laughs) 
So that brings us down to our final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, you know what kind of money elves use? Uh, Jingle bills. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I have some, but mine's not Christmas related. If aliens came to our planet, who's going to be the one to tell them why we make movies about them coming to our planet and kill them? <laughs> yeah. How about that? We come up peace. Uh, just wondering, why isn't there mass flavored cat food? You know how when you buy that bag of lettuce and after a while it turns brown and gross? Well, Christmas cookies don't do that. <laughs> yeah. How about that? That's better health food. Yeah. Here's, a, here's some thought of the day. If soap gets dirty, what do you clean it with? What was that first part? You're kind of broken up in that area. If soap gets dirty, what do you clean it with? Oh, you're broken up. Oh, you got another one, Keith? Huh? Oh, yeah. Uh, did you know I, I wrote a book about wind systems of the world? I, I haven't published it yet. But I have it saved to my drafts. <laughs> when doing anything in life, you should always give a hundred percent unless you're giving blood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if vampires might enjoy that one. Huh? Well, huh. when we moved into our new house, our next door neighbors presented us with a lot of wood uh, for our fireplace. It was a housewarming gift. (laughs) (laughs) Children in the backseat can cause accidents. Accidents in the backseat can cause children. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I thought about that way. What do you call people who are afraid of Santa? Claustrophobic. (laughs) Claustrophobic. Anyway, I I had to get my device in on the action. Yeah, let's end off this show. Wrap it up and tie it with a bow and send it out to the people. (laughs) Yeah, and we'll have to see you all next week. Like I said, there'll be a house full of kids here, so there could be some noise in the background. I'll still be on quarantine. Yeah, you'll be off of quarantine and stuff. And I don't know. will be sneaking up on the new year. Maybe we'll have to have some uh, new year related theme stuff. Yeah. But anyway, this is our end of the show where we like to 
wrap it all up and sign off and say, this is your host, Keith, and say thanks for listening. Make sure you leave us a rating and review on any of the podcast directories where you may have found us. Send us an email when you visit our webpage. That sounds funny. That sounds funny.com. Uh, leave, leave a, a comment on any of the show notes and tell us what you think. And that said, uh, share us with a friend. That's how we really grow our audience the most. And uh, so tune in next week. We'll hear, we'll hear, hear, hear Terry not coughing. <laughs> hey, I hope. I'm so glad Jill lost her thesaurus. <laughs> it's back next week. Back to the words instead of the song. Told more doctors and nurses about our podcast. Listen. Uh... Yeah, well, we'll have to see how we how we do on our stats this weekend. That sounds funny. T S F at that sounds funny dot com.